Okay, today we're going to talk about saying carbonos, saying carbonos each and every morning, which uh, you may not notice, but if you open up your Siddur, after the Birch Sashachar, before Baruch Shamar, there are a few pages in between, and on those pages there are words. Those words were put there so that people can say them. The question is, why are you supposed to say them? Which of them? Which of the, the passages are important? Are they all really carbonos? You read some of those passages, they don't seem to be about carbonos at all. So first we'll go through, there are two basic reasons why we read passages in Chumash that relate to carbonos. One reason, and the most basic reason, is a Gemara that appears a couple of places in Shas, one of them is in Tainus Chav Beis, where a conversation is recorded, or really elaborated upon, it's a conversation from the Chumash, but it's elaborated upon by the Gemara between Avram Avinu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where Avram Avinu says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ribonu Shalolam, I want to know how am I going to, what's going to be my guarantee to inherit Eretz Yisrael. says, no problem, bring karbanos. You bring karbanos, that's going to be your zuchus. That works when there's a Beis Amikdash. There's going to be significant chunks of Jewish history where there is no Beis Amikdash. What's going to be our guarantee then? So Hashem says, don't worry, I was ready misakein a seder karbanos. And bizman shekorin behen lefanai, when you read the seder of karbanos, mala ani aleim kilu krivim. I will consider it as if you have brought the actual karbanos. Kilu krivim lefanai, vani mochel al kolavonaseim, and I will I will be mochel the sins of the Jewish people as if you brought the karbanos just by saying the karbanos. In fact, the Talmidei Rebbeinu Yonah brachus tafhem alav pedape arif. Go so far as to say that this is considered a kiyu mitzvah. Because Talmud Rabbein Yon over there writes that even though generally speaking a person is not allowed to say Torah Shabbat Balpeh, you're not allowed to say by heart Psukim from Torah Shabbat if those Psukim involve fulfillment of some other mitzvah aside from Talmud Torah. Like, for example, the Pesukim of Birchus Kohanim, which involved the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Birchus Kohanim. Or the Pesukim of Shema, which involved the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kriya Shema. Anytime you have a set of Pesukim that's not only about Pesukim, it's also about some other mitzvah, you're allowed to say those Pesukim Balpeh. Says Rabbi Niyona, the Pesukim of the Karbanos, you're allowed to say Balpeh. Why are you allowed to say in Balpeh? Because in addition to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, there's another mitzvah that you're getting by saying those, those psukim, and that mitzvah is the mitzvah of bringing karbanos. It sounds from Rabbeinu Yonah that it's, that it's a daoraisa, that it's at least a kiyum daoraisa when a person says karbanos, which Roshachter often points out would therefore mean that saying karbanos is a higher priority than saying psuke de zimra. Psuke de zimra is definitely not a daoraisa, karbanos would be a daoraisa. That does not necessarily mean to say every last word in that entire, those entire um, few pages between the Birch Shachar and, uh, and, and, and uh, the uh, Pesukit de Zimra, but at least parts of it, as we'll soon, we'll soon see. Um, the Magad Avram even says in Simon Memches, and it's called by Mishabruv there, to say the Karbanos standing, because they brought the Karbanos standing, at least for the Karban Tamin, because that's how the Avoda was done, and this is us doing the Avoda. Another reason to say karbanos is not related to the mitzvah of bringing karbanos, but is related to the actual mitzvah of Talmud Torah. 
The Gemara Masech's Kiddushin Tavlam, it tells us that a person should divide up his years into three parts. Shlish B'Mikra, Shlish B'Mishnah, Shlish B'Talmud. So if a person is planning on uh, living for 120 years, he should spend the first 40 years learning Tanakh, the next 40 years learning Mishnah, and the next 40 years learning Talmud. So the Gemara over there says, does a person have any idea how long he's going to live? He doesn't know he's going to live 120 years. So, you know, he's going to die at the age of, uh, of 80 and never get to Talmud. And then it's going to be a disaster. So, that's a, so the Gemara says, no, you're supposed to liyamin. You're supposed to divide it up by, by days. And the way the Baliyatos understand is that each and every day you're supposed to divide up your time, spend some time in Mikra, some time in Mishnah, some time in Talmud. Each and every day. And the Baliyatos will say, and that's where we got the Minag from, to make sure that in our, in the beginning of our Siddur, we have a little <laughs> bit of Mikra, a little bit of Mishnah, and a little bit of Talmud. How so? We have Karbanos, that's Mikra. Then we have an entire chapter of Mishnah, Sezumakoman, that's Mishnah. Then we have Rabbi Shmuel Omer, that counts as Talmud, because that's almost the definition of Talmud. Talmud is to use the Midrash Shatar and Ben to derive uh, halachos. So when you're talking about the Midrash Shatar and Ben, that is, that is Talmud. So part of the reason we say Korbanos is Adin and Talmud Torah. And uh, we, we also fulfill this before we even say Birch Shachar by reading the Pesukim of Birch Kohanim, the Mishnah of Eil Dvarm Shalem Shir, and the Gemara of Eil Dvarm Shadamach Perasam Bamazav Akern Kemsalam Abba. So we sort of do it twice, the Mikra Mishnah and Talmud. Rabbeinu Tam has a different Eitzah. He thinks that we fulfill Mikra Mishnah and Talmud just by learning Talmud Bavli. Because Talmud Bavli in this quarter by the Shach and Yordan, the Talmud Bavli has uh, Mikra Mishnah and Talmud all mixed in. It's not like a single Limud. So what's the Nafkamina between the two reasons, whether we're saying Karbanos because we're trying to be Yotz in the mitzvah of Karbanos, or we're saying Karbanos as Talmud Torah? So there may be several Nafkaminas. One might be whether women are obligated in saying Karbanos. They're not Chayv in Talmud Torah, but they are Chayv in the Karbanos at Tzibur. They're part of the Tzibur that brings Karbanos. Another Nafkamina might be when we do have a Beis HaMikdash, would we still say the Karbanos? If it's about replacing the actual Karbanos, no need to replace them once we have them back. But if it's about Talmud Torah, then certainly. Another nafkamina is, what if you don't understand what you're reading? You're just reading the words. So if it's about uh, replacing the karbanos, it could be that all you need to do is say the words, that you don't need to actually understand what, what they mean. But if it's about Talmud Torah, then you probably need to understand in order to be Mekayim Talmud Torah. One could argue that that nafkamina works in the other direction, though. One could argue, Rabbi Yaakov Kamnetsky writes in the Mavo to the Sefer Emes Liakov, that when it comes to Pesukim and Chumash, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you don't actually need to understand what they say. It's, it's not the highest level of Talmud Torah, but let's say you're ever uh, uh, bored somewhere, and you don't have any Sefer or anything to, to learn from, or you're not capable of learning. You could open up a Chumash and just read. Read the Pesukim, and that is a partial kiyum of Talmud Torah. One might argue that as far as the kiyum of Karbanos, that it only works when you, when you actually understand the Karbanos, so that you realize that you're actually being makriv something to So that nafkamina might run in either direction or might not, might not be a nafkamina at all. Another nafkamina might be, should we say Karbanos at Mincha? You know, Nusuf Svar, they say by Mincha also. It makes a lot of sense because there was a Tamid Shal Shachar and a Tamid Shal Ben Arbayim. So it makes sense to do by Mincha if it's about Karbanos. If it's about Talmud Torah, you're not doing Mikra Mishnah Talmud by, uh, by Mincha. You already did it in the morning. So it would be unnecessary 
to do it at Mincha. So let's actually go through some of what, the, what, what actually appears in the Siddur. Uh, first of all, we, we have in the Siddur a uh, section on the Kior and the Truma Sadeshen. Shulchan Aruch and Simenal quotes this as a Yesh Nohagin. That Yesh Nohagin to say this. Meaning those are not core Karbanos. The Kior is the vessel with which the Kohanim washed their hands and feet. The Truma Sadeshen was the first Avodah done by the Kohen to clean off the ashes from yesterday, those are not what we would call core avodos that we need to necessarily say. So you would, uh, if you had to skim a little bit, you'd probably skim off the kiar and the trumah Then we have in the sitter the carbon tamid. That is certainly the truest and strongest fulfillment of the Mishal Mepar of, of, of uh, what Avram Avinu was told by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, say this carbon, and it's as if you brought this carbon. So the carbon, if you're going to say one thing in the section of carbonos, it should be that little paragraph of the carbon tamid. It's all labeled very clearly in your article Sidurim, so you don't have to like read the paragraph to figure it out. You can just look at the heading and it will say carbon tamid. That paragraph, that is certainly worthwhile saying. Mishabur and Sim Memches thinks that it's best to say it because it's a carbon seaboard. He thinks the Qataris also, you should say, because it's a carbon seaboard. The minute is to say it whenever you can, uh, even if the seaboard is not there yet. Very often the seaboard is not there until the first Kaddish. You don't, you don't yet have a, uh, a seaboard. Then you have the Qataris, which involves not just Psukim, it involves this whole long uh, elaboration of what all the Qataris were, and Chisachas Bikal Chayv Misa, followed by Psukim of Hashem Tzavakos. So Kabbalistically, apparently, that is very important, and it's the source of great bracha. And that's why you'll see people in shul, when you look around, reading the Ketores off of a cloth, because apparently I'll pick Kabbalah to read the Parshasa Ketores off of a cloth is a very big skula for, uh, for very great bracha. I should point out that one should do that on their own time, meaning you're not supposed to be doing that when there are other parts of tefillah that are supposed to be said. There's one guy I always see, almost every day, he's always reading the Parsha Torahs from a cloth during Chazor Sashatz. I don't know. I, somehow, uh, I'm, I'm not a capitalist. I don't know if uh, it works or not, but it doesn't seem right. You know, during Chazor Sashatz, you're supposed to be focused on Chazor Sashatz. You do that on, uh, on, on, on your own time. Um, but uh, the three psukim that follow are based also on the Kisvei Arizal, the Hashem Tzavakos, Psukim and Yerushalmi also it says zazim that those psukim should always be fluent in your mouth. Then we have Abayav Masader Seder Maaracha. Why do we say that passage about the Maaracha? Maaracha is the wood that they would put on the mizbech so that they can burn the karbanos. So that's a passage from the Gemara Masechas Yuma, and it happens to include the entire Seder Ayom. It includes all the karbanos of the day. So, for example. If uh, you know the the the, uh, the, the, the it, 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 it's an all-inclusive uh, type of paragraph, so it's worthwhile to uh, to say it. The post can point out that one should be careful um, when saying the words abaye hava that those should be there should be a little bit of a pause between abaye and hava because when you go straight from a yud into a hey vav hey. It could sound like you're being hoges Hashem Bosiosa, that you're saying actually the Shem uh, Hashem. And then we say Anubakoach, which the Arizal included because it's a Shevach, Norav, and Iskav Ma'od, Alpi Kabbalah, and it's Miyuchas to the Tanner of Inchuni Ben Akana, and the Rashi Tevis of Maramis to the shame of Membez Osios. Again, all of these, it's a skula to remove klipos and things of that nature. So, again, if you had to cut something out, you'd probably want to cut that out before you would cut out the Karmatamid or the 
Ketores, and then you have the Musaf of Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, when it's actually Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, which is certainly something you'd want to mention, the Karbonos of those days. Then there are a whole bunch of other passages that aren't Karbonos at all. We have the Akedah. Why the Akedah? Because the Akedah is a very great tzuchus for the Jewish people. When we talk, when we refer back to what, what Yitzchak was willing to go through, what Avram was willing to go through, the Yushalmi in the third parak of Masechus Yuma says that they would ask on Yom HaKippurim, you know, in the Beis HaMikdash, Heir Pnei Kola Mizrach Ad Shebechevron, do you see that you know, at the beginning of the day they wanted to make sure that they could start the Avodah so they would say, oh, is the, is the sky light? Is it light all the way until Hebron? Yerushalmi says, Hebron, they can't see all the way to Hebron. What are they asking such a question? No, they just wanted to mention Hebron because you always want to mention Zuchus Avos. It's a great way to start the day if you mention Zuchus Avos, if you mention those who are resting in Hebron, those who are buried in Hebron. So what better way to start the day of tefillah than to mention the ultimate Zuchus Avos, which is uh, the Akedah itself. And that's probably what we're trying to do. Then we have a, a Ribon Kalalamim, uh, where we uh, offer a, 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 a tefillah, um, that Akash Baruch Hu should, uh, should accept everything. We have the Mishnah of Ezumakoman. Ezumakoman is very clearly uh, Mishnayis about, you know, that, that, that helps us fulfill the Shlish B'Mikra, Shlish B'Mishnah, Shlish B'Talmud. It's not about a specific Karban. The Archa Shulchan, Shulchan Rav, and Shulchan Archarav point out that it covers many different Karbanos that we don't say every day. Meaning, there's a whole discussion in Postkim, should we say Karban Chatas uh, every day? So you have the, the issue, well, I don't know if I'm chayiv carbon chatos or not. And if I'm not, it, it might be a problem with chulun azara. I'm not actually bringing anything into the azara. Whole discussion, should you or shouldn't you? So as sort of, a, as like a catch-all, the Yerach HaShulchan Shulchan HaRav say, in addition to being Mishnayis, which fit our Talmud Torah, when you say Ezu Makoman, it, it catches a lot of karbanos that we otherwise wouldn't, uh, wouldn't get. Um, but if you know that you have a specific carbon that you have to bring, so some of the posts can recommend that you should say that specific parsha. It's a little bit of a tzoruch and why it is that a yoledes, a woman who gives birth, does not have the practice of actually saying the parsha say yoledes. You would think that they would. Then we have Rabbi Shmuel Omer, which as we said before, fulfills the requirement of learning Gemara. And then at the end of Rabbi Shmuel Omer, we have a short tefillah for the Beis HaMikdash. Why do we conclude this section of Karbanos with the tefillah for the Beis HaMikdash? Well, very similar to why it is that at the end of Sefirah Saomer, right after saying Sefirah Saomer, we say, Right? Why do we want to daven right then? Because we realize that what we're doing now, while it may be an approximation of the mitzvah, it's not exactly the mitzvah, because we don't have the opportunity to do the mitzvah because we don't have the base of Mikdash. So we say a little tefillah that Hashem, next time we should actually be able to bring the Karman Tamid and not just talk about the Karman Tamid. So long story short, what a person should be careful about is that one should make sure to say Karbanos every day. It may be a Kiyum Daraisa. People often are afraid to because they think that if you're going to say some of it, it means you have to say all of it. So you should know, just like in Pesukit de Zimra, sometimes you have to prioritize what to say over other things. It's important to know what to prioritize. So you prioritize Karman Tamid, number one, Ketores, number two, and work your way from there and see if you're more Kabbalistically inclined to say the Kabbalistic sections or, or other things. You're more concerned about the Talmud Torah. Maybe you're not going to say Mishnayis that day to learn the Mishnayis of Ezim Mukam. But, but to, to at least minimally get that, uh, fulfill that requirement of, uh, of saying Karbanos, even if, that, if it comes at the expense of 
parts of Pesuk Zimra. So don't say the whole Pesuk Zimra. A lot of times you're in a shul that says Pesuk Zimra so fast anyway that if you really wanted to say Pesuk Zimra properly, you would not be able to say all the parts of Pesuk Zimra. So in such a circumstance, what would we say? Definitely, Tov Ma'at B'Kavana, you would certainly sooner cut out parts of Pesuk Zimra than try to speed up and not be able to focus at all. So you should cut out some parts of Pesuk Zimra if you're not going to have time to say the Kavanah. So of course, ideal would be if you got there early enough to be able to say everything. That would be, uh, that would be ideal. But we, we know the reality is that there are times where you have to cut things out. I don't remember the last time I said the entire long talking on a Monday or Thursday, or that even pretended to say the entire long Tachman on a Monday or Thursday. Rav told us that he says one-third of it each time. He takes a different section each uh, Monday and Thursday. I, I shoot for two-thirds, because I don't have such kavana. I just uh, I, I shoot for two-thirds, and still very close. Usually I don't make it. The shul is ahead of me, even to, to try to say two-thirds of it. Because the long, uh, long Tachman on Monday and Thursday is longer than Pesukah But you know The shuls take two minutes to say it. It's, uh, it's crazy. I don't even know how how uh, anyone so a person has to know when to cut things out in order to be able to have uh, to have proper cover okay without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.